guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now. <laughs> Where are all these people that said we should keep Keenum now? Bring them to me. See of the NFL on Fox. Catch these hands. That's comedian Corey Adam. He is in studio with me the entire one o'clock hour of Score North Live today. Catch him at Acme Comedy Company throughout the weekend, and uh, find him at Corey Adam Comedy on Twitter. That is also his website, Corey Adam Comedy. It's also my everything, my Snapchat, my Venmo. If they want to send me everything, like anything, nice, anything you want, Corey Adam Comedy. Very easy to find him because somebody had CoreyAdam.com, right? Isn't that what you told me? Yeah. Well, that's why the the website is CoreyAdamWasTaken.com because when I went to go. Register CoreyAdam.com. <laughs> like, so I went to go register the debate. I was like, two years in. Yeah. And it was like taken, but it was like, you know how when people park something, but they're not using it? Yes. And so I went to GoDaddy, and you can actually get the information in the email for the people that have it parked. And so I sent this guy a really nice email. I'm like, hey, my name's Corey Adam. I'm a comedian out of Minneapolis. Like, I'd really like to have this domain. You're not using it. Is that cool? And he sent me back an email that just said 4,000 bucks. <laughs> And so Not I registered. So I just registered. Corey Adam was taken for ten bucks. <laughs> One of my prices. That's probably the way to go. The and funny part. Adam well, the funny part about it is years ago, like now, like three or four, he let it lapse. So I got that for twenty bucks. So you have them all. Yeah. You have CoreyAdam.com, Corey yep. Adam was taken. There's no Corey there's Adam nothing Comedy on CoreyAdam.com right. though. I just have CoreyAdam was Now we played the Vikings highlights coming out there. They take on the Chiefs this Sunday. Again, if you missed it before the break, no real word as to whether or not Patrick Mahomes or Adam Thielen will play. Thielen there's looks no like way, a like, game time decision. Yeah. Thielen, Mahomes, Thielen I could see playing, I guess, but Mahomes like the thing about Mahomes is you don't want to rush him back. And especially if you're Andy Reid, I mean, if you rush him back against a defense like ours and he goes down again, that's your job, homie. And look at that division. Like, they can afford to lose a game or two. Well, and it's not, they also have, their backup is one of the better backups in the league, as weird as that is to say. They're not, it's not like us if we, I don't even know our backup's name. Like, I know it's, I know Sloter's no longer on the team. That's what I know. (laughs) Were you a Sloter guy? No, I mean, I, I, I liked. I liked how he looked, but I also understand football that, like, if you see a third-string guy lighting up somebody in the preseason, that doesn't mean you're winning a Super Bowl with doesn't him. Doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. I remember uh, I remember Joe Webb, and I learned my lessons. I remember after the Bears game, you and I uh, ran into each other at Acme on, yep. uh, on a Monday at the open mic. And, uh, it's you, a weird flex that you were at an open mic. You, <laughs> describing the scene. But you were the one person. Like, I came here, and people were full-on panic, oh, and alarm, alarms were sounding off. You were the one person, the one Vikings fan who I came across who was basically saying, no big deal, the Vikings are going to be fine. And here we I, are four weeks later, and no I had deal, us losing. I had time. us losing four games this year. when I. So me and my buddies have a... Uh, not for real money pool. Ha no, ha ha ha. Still illegal in Minnesota. <laughs> it is we, still illegal in Minnesota. We do it right? for pogs. <laughs> I don't know, but like we bet on the beginning of the season, we just pick numbers, whoever's closest. And I, I looked at the season and I saw four losses. And what's funny is the Green Bay and the Bears loss were on there. The other ones that I have because we don't we. The Vikings don't play good in Soldier Field. It doesn't matter what the Bears team is, and it doesn't matter what the Vikings team is. We don't like. We play better in Lambeau than we play in Soldier Field. There's just like problems there. I don't know why. I call Seattle. I call it the the Chad Hutchinson rule. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's okay. what I, that's what I call it. And when the Vikings go to Soldier Field, just yeah. expect bad things to happen right. because and, 
Chad Hutchinson once torched them in a game at okay. Georgia Field. The ghost like of Hutchinson. As a, as a Bears, Bears fan, I forgot he was ever a starting quarterback. Yeah. I, like I like how you know the poison lore of his football team. This is great. Are you a Bears fan? No, he's no. a Vikings fan. No, I'm a Vikings Atta guy. Boy. But I just remember that year. And man, he has. Don't you think? Don't you think Rami would look slimming in some purple and gold? It would just like. That'd be great. Bring out his cheeks. I think you'd find this interesting. Manny has an encyclopedic memory for football. Like, just pick a Super Bowl. Just throw a Super Bowl at him. Watch what he does with it. Bud Bowl three. <laughs> Bud Bowl three. Seriously, pick a Super Bowl. Throw just. No, I did. <laughs> who won, man? Who won Bud? Was Bowl? it Bud or Bud Manny, Light? Do you remember who won Bud Answer Bowl three? Answer the question. Uh, Bud Light. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Guess? Lucky guess. Lucky guess. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll tell you who didn't win. The viewers. You know no. what I'm saying? No, they did not. But no, but I had, so I looked at this season, and I had us losing four games. And the other four games, the other two games are uh, in Seattle, because the same thing. I don't know what it is about in Seattle, but we play, like, absolute trash there. Yep. And that's a tough place to play. So right. Kansas and, then, City. and Kansas City was the other one. I thought mm-hmm. it was Kansas City. But now, if Mahomes doesn't play, I kind of see that as a win, which means we're going to be, according to my ledger, we will only lose three games. Because I think we're pretty much going to win out. I don't think the Bears are going to beat us in, in U.S. Bank. I don't think the Packers are going to beat us there. And that our schedule eases up now because we went and saw it, all these division guys. It, it's the first year where the team is getting hot at the right moment. The schedule looks favorable, and I know like everybody in Minnesota gets mad, but I mean, I really believe this team is going on a deep playoff run, maybe even the Super Bowl. And I didn't even say that when people were saying that. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule that out. The the thing. Well, I will admit this: that there there were things I was overreacting to when they got off to the start that they did. Yeah. Namely, the 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 process of installing an entirely new offense right. of a revamped offensive mm-hmm. line. And a rookie first round pick at center, like these are things. See, that, and those were things that were making me relaxed. Right, you knew that they were going to get better. That's that, is the worst they were going to play. And I, that's that's. I'm admitting that I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I I lost sight of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I started to overreact. I was like, man, this offensive line looks as bad as it's ever looked. Right. And and but the other thing that I don't think was an overreaction, even though they tried to convince everybody that it was, and then Adam Thielen pointed a finger at us in the media, was that there was a fire inside that house. And well, that, yeah. that can bring down any football team, regardless of, of how much talent you have on a roster. When right. both your receivers are calling out your quarterback and your offense, one of them may or may not have asked for a trade and then said there's truth in all rumors when he was asked if he asked for a trade. Your quarterback hey, is man. going on the radio and apologizing to his wife wide receivers like there were there was there was internal turmoil and like i said that can bring down a squad they've yeah. got it they've got it fixed they've got it on track but i don't think that our reaction to that was an overreaction or a panic by any means i think that it was though because i think the real thing is is diggs i think diggs is getting to that point where he's kind of a little poisonous in the locker room and here's the thing about diggs and i said this people hate to hear we love diggs minneapolis miracle we've got all got a soft spot for him right but seriously, if you're going to be dropping like what one or two balls a game, you need to shut up. You need to catch the football. It's like when Adrian Peterson would whine that he wasn't getting more uh, carries, but then he would fumble when it mattered. You know, it, it, you don't get to whine about not getting targeted and then drop wide open balls that just bush league balls. This dude was dropping. Yeah, he's had a few bad drops this year, and and now the fumbles seem right. to be becoming. And, and a trend. I think that that's. You know, he's playing down, so he's going to want to trade. Like, this is people will always show you their true nature when it's going bad. Right. And I think Diggs was always that prima donna guy, but we were willing to overlook it when he's putting up numbers. 
And the reality is that the numbers he was putting up, I think, were more the position he was put in. Because you look at the backup wide receiver that popped in when Thielen went down, and all of a sudden his numbers started going up. Like it's the system is good. And and the thing about Cousins is that dude is one of the best play action quarterbacks around. Yeah. And that's gonna as long as your offensive line shows up, which, you know, people, week four, when you and I were talking, people were, they were burn this team, put the tarps over it. This is done. We're, well, dude, the offensive line was literally week to week graded as the worst, especially pass blocking sure. offensive line in the NFL. But that, like, to me, that was so deceptive, though, because you looked at the games they played. I mean, Chicago is, is in a, a tailspin right now, but their defense is still elite. And I think at the end of this season, we're going to be looking at this Packers defense and going, wow, they are way better than we think they mm-hmm. are. And so you have a bunch of new guys putting up media. I mean, let's be Khalil Mack is the best defense in the NFL. <laughs> right. Like, and he's got ten other guys playing with him on the field. Right. And you're gonna get mad because you're like because your your young guys are getting eaten alive by Khalil Mack. Like that doesn't panic me because those are the two best defensive fronts that we will probably see all year. Yeah, even even the think, Lions, even the Lions have a good defensive. And I don't think people knew that uh, coming into the season about the Packers. That, I think the Packers were a surprise, and the Packer, the Packer loss to me was more disheartening than the Chicago one, just because our defense just spotted them twenty-one points for no reason, and that's that to me is more troublesome than anything going on on the offense. I mean, I like, yeah, we want everybody to be happy, and and these things can be pitfalls and bring down teams. We all know that. But at the end of the day, with the Vikings, you're resting your hat on that defense. That defense needs to show up, and they need to keep the score right around 20 to 21. Because our our offense is going to be able to put up 20 to 23 points, and that should be enough to win every game we and play. And that was the thing. In the first four weeks, they were holding teams to like 17 or right. 20 points, right. if not less. And the offense couldn't even live up to that right. and, and, and pick up the defense and help them out a little bit. Again, some of but that's I, just classic Viking football, baby. <laughs> Ooh, we got this. I think that's what you said to me. Is this is what they do? Yes. <laughs> when we were having this discussion yes. a few weeks ago, you said this is what they do. You weren't surprised, and you weren't panicked. No, and that's. I think Viking fans, and I've been a Viking fan my whole life. The Viking fans get so caught up in. All this weird voodoo history we have. I mean, if if we're in a playoff game, I don't have to watch you it. Do I too, though. I with- know we're I know we're losing by a field goal. I know. <laughs> and and I just I'm looking for that interesting twist. Is it going to go underneath the crossbars this time? Is a ref going to kick it? Like what's going to happen here? Will it be but, blocked and returned for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. That's why. That's why the Minneapolis miracle was so important when it happened to me. Because I remember that bonehead pick right. And the moment it yeah. went, I was like, oh, yeah, never mind. I've seen this before. I don't need to watch this. You know, we're going to get, we're going to get an 80 yard, pe- like, cause when Diggs caught the ball, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to get out of bounds and we're going to miss this field goal. Like, I was convinced right. and then just broke it. And you're like, whoa. And I think, I think it's easy for the Viking fans to really get caught up in these moments that we just never have been on, on the receiving end of, of good times, you know, but I, I don't believe any of that history ever impacts your current roster. I just don't believe in like, I don't buy into like losing and winning culture because that starts on an infrastructure base. And if you look at the infrastructure, like Minnesota has one of the best general managers in terms of drafting. If you take out quarterbacks, which is an important position, I admit. And he's one of like 20 GMs in the league right now who hasn't been able to find a quarterback. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not <laughs> like it's a unique problem. But the thing, if you take quarterbacks out, 
he has Spielman has hit on almost everything. I mean, think of how deep they went for Diggs. Think of where they got Thielen. Like Thielen was like they are doing their due diligence on the scouting end. They're putting together the infrastructure. I think Zim's the guy. I wish Zim was a little bit better at in-game management, but that's just weaknesses. Like when we had Dennis Green here, dude doesn't play defense. Just deal with it. <laughs> you know, you, you don't get not not everybody gets to be Belichick, and I I, I hate the the Patriots a bunch. But what that dude did in two years with the same roster, I mean, they got worked by the Eagles because they had a soft defense and virtually no running game. And now they have the best defense maybe ever. And they just got that Sanu guy. And, like, all that guy does is in-coverage pass block. Guess what the Patriots love to do? Run sweeps. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a great pickup. A right? lot, of, a lot of trades in the NFL this year, like significant guys moving yeah. from team to team. But when you talk about that Minnesota sports voodoo, I know one thing that you did buy into. Again, I saw you at Acme, and when the right after the Twins won the, uh, the AL Central, no! and you said, "Yeah, they're going to lose to the Yankees." I don't, I'm not, I'm not proud of this. And but that I was may, before that yeah. was before they were even locked in to play the Yankees. Yeah, oh, yeah. Said, yeah, but they're going to lose to the Yankees. Yeah. All we knew was they were going to the playoffs. He knew that's how it was going to end. I may or may not have won some money betting against him, too. And that's my team. I feel so bad about it. I feel so bad. I really do. But I don't bet with my heart. I bet with my checkbook. That's smart. I just, oh, man, the moment I see Yankees and playoffs, I'm like, oh, and everybody, everybody on the Twins, no, the Bombas, like, we're going to put up, like, 10 runs. I go, well, then get ready to lose by 11, I guess. Yeah, and then they changed the baseball in the playoffs. Back to the non-juiced baseball. Yeah, that's, that's just mean. <laughs> it really, is. let them use the juiced baseball at least to the World Series. It's, it's ridiculous. It was absolutely. I lost my mind when I found that out. Yeah, they, they took out the like you played with the same baseball for six months. Like the the primary component of your sport, the thing your sport is named after, you played with that thing for six months and then just decided on the fly in the most important games that will be played all season with the most eyes on them you've had all season. Now you're going to change to the ball that makes the game more boring. You want to you want to you want to hear a conspiracy theory too? Yes. It's like this is this is the kind of year where like the Nationals or the Patriots win, right? Because that's what happens when we're in like turmoil. And what's really funny? No. It's really funny. Keep with me. This gets weird. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like Hurricane Katrina happens and the Saints win. Like, there's some weird stuff out there. 9-11 happened. The Patriots That's win. what I'm saying. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so the Nationals won, right? And if you look at their playoff games, they're the only ones that were still putting up regular season, like, humdingers. Like, they probably still got the juiced ball. I mean, they're taking every advantage. <laughs> You think the umpire had a bag of juice balls at his head? Yeah, yeah. And a bag of yeah. non-juice balls? Yeah. And when the Nationals yeah. were at bat, they Every time the Astros, <laughs> nice slider, chump, here's your rock. And they weren't even trying to hide it. It was just like a rock they painted like a baseball. <laughs> that made me really mad, though. That his they bat, his the bat, is, the his bat is corked. Yeah, we call that legal here. <laughs> Play through it. You play hurt or you don't play at all. <laughs> That's Corey Adam. Corey Adam Comedy is how you find him. His website, his Twitter, all his social media accounts, Corey Adam Comedy. And catch him at Acme Comedy all weekend long, opening for Nate Abshire.